0: The Automotive News Canada podcast is brought to you by Diamond Coat. Did you know Diamond Coat has a 96% claims approval rate? This translates into happy customers and repeat service business. But really, you get much, much more when you become a Diamond Coat dealer. Advantages like in-house chemical manufacturing, product fulfillment, bilingual claims support, and a highly experienced team with decades of f experience. Visit diamondk-o-t-e.com to get started. Diamond Coat, we've got you covered.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the June 10th, 2022 episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. I'm your host, Greg Lason, the digital and mobile editor here at Automotive News Canada. Our publisher, Tim Demopoulos recently caught up with our guest today, at the Toyota HQ Confidential in Plano, Texas. Our guest is the head of Canadian production at one of the world's biggest automakers. And he'll tell us what makes Canada such a good place to build vehicles. And he'll give us his thoughts on Canada's role in the transition to electrification. He'll also talk about how Canada's push to carbon neutrality and its green renewable energy affects decision-making when it comes to auto investment. All that and more with the president of Toyota Motor Manufacturing Canada, Frank Voss, on this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. We had Frank start by telling us a bit about the Toyota factories in Ontario, giving us a sense of how big and diverse the
2: facilities really are. So we do have two plants in in Cambridge and in Woodstock. And uh, the facilities have uh, three lines between them. So there's a line in Woodstock that makes the RAV4. And then in Cambridge, we have two lines. We call them North and South. The North line makes RAV4 and now the all-new NX. And uh, the South line is uh, that award-winning RX plant.
1: So why was the Cambridge plant picked to build the vehicles it does, and what sets that factory apart from other plants? Frank explained.
2: I think, Canada, we are so fortunate with the products that we have. We build the number one uh, SUV, number one non-pickup truck vehicle with the RAV4. And uh, we build the top mid-level luxury SUV in the RX. And the NX is also very popular. Those two products, the NX and the RX, they're actually 70% of Lexus sales in North America. So we're very, very proud of, uh, of having the, the leadership with those uh, vehicles. And Team MC, we have a, a long history of uh, being very, very capable of building high-quality vehicles. We're very, very proud when, back in 2000, we were awarded the Lexus RX, first Lexus outside of Japan. And that's a real statement about Japan's trust in Canada and our ability to produce um, a high-quality luxury vehicle that meets the needs of the Lexus customer. So the announcement in 2018 that we're going to bring NX to Canada, right? that second Lexus vehicle, only plant outside of Japan that uh, has that ability and award. We're very, very proud of being able to do that on our north line. So the Cambridge facility will have Lexus on both lines. It is a Lexus plant. Very, very proud of that.
1: And that Cambridge plant is no slouch when it comes to quality. It's won numerous awards. Here's what that quality and those awards mean to Toyota Manufacturing Canada.
2: There's several different awards that are done for vehicles and the JD Power Association does uh, initial vehicle quality surveys and we're very very proud of the fact that we have won 20 of those awards over our 36 years of uh, production and actually uh, three times we have won the platinum version of that award which recognizes the best plant in the world in the year that it's awarded the only plant in the world only automotive plant not just within the Toyota family any automotive plant that has more awards than we do is our sister plant, which is uh, Toyota Motor Kyushu in Japan. So it's a very elite group of uh, companies and we're very proud of what Canada has been able to do.
1: People naturally think of the Detroit Three when it comes to auto production by volume in Canada, but Toyota led production among the five big automakers in Canada with about 427,000 units produced last year. That according to Derosier Automotive Consultants. Frank put into context, just how much output Toyota really has in Ontario.
2: We mentioned about 500,000 units a year come out of the two facilities uh, here at uh, Toyota. And um, that volume is larger than the cars produced in all of the uh, the Detroit 3 plants here in, in Canada. So very, very proud. Largest plant, largest production, and definitely very, uh, very capable of uh, building vehicles.
1: We've heard a lot about auto investment in Canada over the past 12 months or so. Every automaker has made some sort of substantial investment announcement during the last two years. But as recently as 2020, there were some doubts about Canadian auto production in general. But now there's a lot of momentum. So what makes Canada a good place to build vehicles? Here's what Frank thinks.
2: I think this is a great time to be in the auto industry, right? Uh, For the longest time, things looked like they were very stagnant. Now we're going through this fantastic transformation, right? Toyota likes to call it Case connected, autonomous, the service industry and electrified, right? All of those uh, things are coming together now in the auto industry. And Canada, what a fantastic place to be able to to take some leadership and to participate in that. I think Ontario and Canada, we have talented people. I think that's the number one aspect that we bring to this revitalized uh, industry. And we've demonstrated it, demonstrated our ability over a long period of time. But First and foremost, excellent workforce and uh, a very capable people. We have uh, a technology leadership in, uh, in Ontario. If you take a look at the, uh, the technology corridor that goes from Windsor all the way to Ottawa, it is now the, the second most uh, growing region in North America from uh, technology and technology investments. It says a lot about uh, the confidence people have in, in Ontario and the Canadians. And the government is also supporting that transformation. They recognize it's going to require a cooperative partnership uh, between industry and government uh, to be able to make this massive investment for this transition to happen. They're working with all of the auto industry to uh, support that transformation. So we have all the necessary ingredients to be a key player um, as we look forward to the future.
1: We'll be right back after this short break.
0: If you're a car dealer today, Odds are you're facing a lot of new realities when it comes to reaching your customers. With inventory shortages, a shift towards buying cars online, selling a new vehicle isn't easy. Every touchpoint counts, whether it's online or in person. Let Diamond Code work with you to make those kinds of connections in this ever-changing world. Diamond Code is committed to our dealers by partnering with national digital retailers, making it simple for you to include our products, onto your website, completing your end-to-end digital retail offering. We will work with your team to ensure your F&I product suite is complete, driving customers back to your dealership for test drives, and finalizing the deal. Enabling a smooth transition online to an in-person visit is the kind of commitment that has made Diamond Coat Canada's most trusted warranty provider for automotive dealers, manufacturers, and customers alike. And remember, Diamond Coat offers the most comprehensive line of products and programs all available through one company. A true one-stop shop. For more information about our products, visit diamondk-o-t-e.com. Diamond
1: Coat, we've got you covered. Welcome back to the podcast where I'm speaking with the President of Toyota Motor Manufacturing Canada, Frank Voss. We then asked Frank for his thoughts on Canada's role in electrification and the North American supply chain.
2: Canada has a a strong history of uh, a resource base. We have access to all of the critical minerals that are necessary to support this electrification uh, direction that, that we're taking. So the path from minerals... And mines all the way to uh, mobility, right? Building, being able to get the uh, minerals out of the ground, refine them, make them available as raw materials for all the elements that are going to go in to to a battery, doing the battery assembly and building, uh, uh, you know, electrified product. We have all the elements necessary to do that. I think it's a very unique aspect of Canada. And other countries are recognizing that as well, right? The U.S. is looking to us to support the critical minerals that they're going to need as they grow their industry. But uh, I think our story here is very complete. We can do it all the way from uh, getting it out of the ground to uh, getting it into customers' hands. We're allies, right? We're a friendly partner. We do have uh, the stability and prosperity here in in Canada. The rule of law is very important to us and our, you know, our political infrastructure, very stable, very stable environment. So, you know, you can you can trust that we're going to be a partner that will be here for the long term. Speaking of
1: that North American partnership, we asked how Canada's numerous trade deals, not just with the United States and Mexico, help position the country when it comes to auto production. For example, does it make the case for Canada to build even more vehicles and export them beyond just North America?
2: Canada has done really good groundwork to establish trade relations with Asia, with Europe, and that provide free trade access into those economies and getting uh, parts and components here without tariff and being able to sell vehicles into those jurisdictions without tariff sets a great foundation for us to be able to export, right? That hasn't been our heritage. We haven't done that. U.S. is a fantastic trading partner with us. You know, 87% of the product that TMMC makes goes into the States. We haven't exported yet. But in the future, who knows? Frank also talked about Canada's
1: push to carbon neutrality and green renewable energy and how that affects decision making.
2: The world has recognized that we need to have a carbon neutral future. And uh, Canada and Ontario especially have thought about that for a long time and wor- have worked hard to uh, have a carbon neutral electricity grid. And I think 94 95 percent of our electricity is already carbon neutral. That's a fantastic place to be. It's one of the highest jurisdictions in North America. As we look forward in, in all of our manufacturing processes, finding ways to, to be more carbon neutral, that foundation sends a strong message to anyone who's looking to invest in a carbon neutral future. Who should you think about? People who already have that mindset and are already working in that direction. So, fantastic story for us.
1: And what about those EV mandates and federal goals of decarbonization?
2: I think it, it, it sets a path for us and that framework. They're, they're putting all the elements in place to support that. But I think you can only go as fast as the consumer is willing to, uh, to go, right? So elements of this are going to move at different paces, but really we have to try and bring them all together to make that happen. And uh, it's the consumer that's going to decide how fast we're going to get there. So Toyota, we've always had the, the position that we're going to have options. Depending on what the consumer needs, we'll have powertrains, whether it's uh, an ICE or a hybrid or a plug-in hybrid or battery electric, right? We can do it all, but it's the consumer that's going to decide how fast we're going to get there. Frank ended by painting a picture of a bright future in
1: Canada when it comes to not just auto manufacturing, but research and development, and white-collar jobs too.
2: Honestly, uh, like I said, I'm really excited about where we are uh, at this time in the auto industry. It says great things about uh, what we're planning and and uh, where we plan to go, and it, it's a real future for people thinking about their next career step. What do you want to do rather than come to the auto industry, participate in this uh, fantastic technology transformation? in waterloo region in ontario we've also got great paths for uh, for engineering talent and uh, you know those uh, are wonderful options you know university of waterloo university uh, in in the area um, they have terrific programs to get you set up to be able to participate in all of this so i encourage you know people to give that uh, some deep thought
1: i want to thank frank for being our guest this week if you'd like to be a guest on the show have a suggestion or simply want to comment email me at glason at autonews.com. And remember, you can listen to all our previous podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, or on our website, automotivenews.ca. Just click the podcast tab at the top of the homepage. That does it for this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. We hope you'll join us next time. So long, everybody.